steps as he descended the staircase, the creak of the banister as it supported his weight. Gabriel knew he should help. He should probably be taking the place of that crutch. That's what Nick would do for him. But he couldn't force himself through the doorway. That broken leg had been his fault. Thank God Nick could pull power from the air, an element in abundance. He probably wouldn't even need the brace by the end of the week. And then Gabriel wouldn't need to stare at the evidence of his own poor judgment. He and his brothers had always been targeted for their elemental abilities. Being pure elementals, they should have been put to death as soon as they came into their powers. Luckily, their parents had struck a deal with the weaker elementals in town. A deal that had led to their parents' deaths. Their oldest brother, Michael, had been able to keep the deal in place until a few weeks ago, when Tyler and Seth, two of the other elemental kids in town, had attacked Chris. It started a snowball of events that led to an elemental guide coming to town to do away with the Merrick brothers for good. He'd almost succeeded, too. After the homecoming dance, they'd been attacked. They'd fought back the only way they knew how, but Gabriel had let Nick call storms that were too strong. He'd begged his twin for more power. When Nick fell, the accident had practically shattered his leg. If they weren't full elementals, he probably would have needed surgery. That night, Gabriel couldn't keep him safe. The guide had kidnapped Nick and Chris, had held them prisoner. Becca and Hunter had found them, but Gabriel couldn't do anything. Ineffective and out of control, just like always. But now they were safe, and things were back to normal. Nick was his usual self. Life's good, move on, no use complaining. He hadn't even said a word about what had happened on the field. As far as Gabriel was concerned, he didn't need to. Just like with math, Nick was used to his twin being a failure. Gabriel pulled onto Becca Chandler's street and glanced in the rearview mirror at his younger brother. Chris was chewing on his thumbnail, leaning against the window. Nervous? said Gabriel. Chris looked away from the window and glared at him. No? Nick turned in his seat. Make sure you open the door for her. Girls eat that crap up. Nah, said Gabriel. Play it cool. Make her work for it. For God's sake, Chris snapped. She just broke up with Hunter, like, yesterday, so it's not like that, okay? Jesus, someone was worked up. Gabriel glanced back again. But she asked you for a ride. Chris looked back out the window. I offered. Nick turned his head to look at his twin. Very nervous, he whispered. Gabriel smiled and turned into Becca's driveway. Very. Would you two shut up? Becca was waiting on the front step, her arms around her knees and her hands drawn up into the sleeves of a fleece pullover, dark hair hanging down her back. She looks upset, said Nick. She did. Her eyes dark and shadowed, her shoulders hunched. Or maybe she was just cold. Gabriel wasn't one for figuring out emotion. Her face brightened when she saw them, and she sprinted for the car almost before Chris had time to jump out and hold the door for her.
She stopped short in front of him, spots of pink on her cheeks. Hey, she said, tucking her hair behind her ear. Hey, Chris said back, his voice soft and low. Then they just stood there, breathing at each other. Gabriel hit the horn. They jumped apart, but Chris punched him in the shoulder when he climbed back into the car. Becca buckled her seatbelt. I'm glad you're all here. Her voice was full of anxiety. So Nick had been right. Chris shifted to look at her. You all right? She shook her head. My dad just called. He wants to meet with me. Tonight. No one said anything for a moment, leaving her words floating in the warm confines of the car. Her dad was the elemental guide who'd been sent to kill them all. When they escaped and didn't hear...